This is KJZZ's Sun Up. It is your daily news update from here in Phoenix on our state and region. Hi, once again, I'm Phil Latzman. This podcast we present to you as a daily digest of the news events in Arizona. It's Friday Eve and the first day of February 2024. And welcome on this Thursday. Here is the news. Democratic leaders in the Arizona House say they are ready to move past the controversy surrounding Representative Lisa's son, who resigned on Wednesday from the politics desk. Wayne Shutsky has the latest. According to an agenda, Minority Leader Lupe Contreras was prepared to introduce a motion to expel Sun. His decision came after a months-long inquiry into an ethics complaint filed by her fellow Democrats that resulted in a report that found Sun abused her position. But Sun submitted a resignation letter before an expulsion vote could occur. Contreras wouldn't comment on the potential motion to expel, but says House Democrats are ready to put the situation behind them. I want us to be able to work together, and, and, and uh, we have work to do here uh, for, for not just us, but for all of Arizonans. And that's what we're going to do. And tomorrow, we'll come back and still do what we've been doing. Had Son not resigned, Republican Justin Wilmoth says he believes there would have been enough votes on both sides of the aisle to expel her. Wayne Chutsky, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Arizona's housing supply is about 270,000 units short of demand and homelessness in the state has been soaring. Republican Steve Kaiser last year introduced an ambitious bipartisan package in the state legislature aimed at boosting housing supply. It failed, and Kaiser later resigned from the Senate. But he's optimistic lawmakers can make more progress this session. What we did wrong was have it in one person's name as a huge bill. It should have been multiple members, each running a piece of it. And that's what they're doing now, which I love. Kaiser told KJZZ's The Show he hopes to see compromise when it comes to loosening zoning regulations. The Arizona Education Department's website will now feature videos from the conservative nonprofit Prager University. Republican Superintendent Tom Horn said the videos are a remedy to left-wing ideology. For too long, the left has dominated both in the universities and in K-12, and we need some alternative, alternate viewpoints. Prager U's educational videos for children have been heavily criticized for claims on topics like slavery, LGBTQ rights, and climate change. Arizona joins states like Florida and Oklahoma, which have adopted similar partnerships with the organization. Well, Governor Katie Hobbs this week filed an amicus brief urging the U.S. Supreme Court to not put restrictions in place for a widely used abortion drug. And now Arizona's Attorney General Chris Mays is making a similar argument as Catherine Davis-Young reports. The Supreme Court in March will consider whether or not to leave in place a lower court's ruling that added restrictions on how the abortion drug mifepristone can be prescribed or dispensed. In an amicus brief, Mays and 23 other attorneys general argue that decision should be reversed. They say limiting access to mifepristone could increase risks, costs, and delays for patients seeking to end pregnancies. And they say the additional restrictions would undermine the FDA's drug approval process. Catherine Davis-Young, KJZZ News, Phoenix. More shakeups in the state legislature. Democratic State Representative Amish Shaw announced he will resign from the state house today to focus on his campaign for Congress. From the politics team once again, here's Ben Giles with that. Shaw is part of a crowded field of Democrats running for their party's nomination in Congressional District 1. He's one of six Democrats vying for the opportunity to challenge incumbent Congressman David Schweikert in a district the Republican has won by dwindling margins over the past few election cycles. 
Also in the running in the Democratic primary are Scottsdale orthodontist Andrew Horn, businessman Andre Cherney, former journalist Marlene Galan Woods, and nonprofit executive Kurt Cromer. Ben Giles, KJZZ News, Phoenix. From the KJZZ Newsroom, I'm Greg Hawney. The Maricopa County Board of Supervisors has chosen Jevin Hodge to replace State Representative Athena Salmon in Legislative District 8. That covers portions of Phoenix, Scottsdale, Tempe, and the Salt River Pima Maricopa Indian Community. According to a Maricopa County press release, Hodge previously served as the president of the Tempe Union High School Education Foundation. He will serve through December 31st, and the position will appear on the general election ballot in November. U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services is raising the cost of some visa applications. Unlike some federal agencies, USCIS is funded almost entirely by the fees it charges for various immigration processes. From the Fronteras Desk in Tucson, Elisa Resnick reports. The new framework goes into effect in April and includes increases for many work permit applications. Employers applying for H-1B visas for jobs like those in tech will pay $780, up from the current fee of $460. Applications for agricultural work permits, also currently set at $460, will now cost over $1,000. Small businesses and nonprofits that are applying will pay smaller fees. The new framework also exempts fees for certain humanitarian visas, like those for victims of trafficking and domestic violence. The agency says the increases are necessary to address ever-growing processing backlogs and financial issues. Alicia Resnick, KJZZ News, Tucson. The Oversight Body for Police in Arizona has a rule that aspiring officers have not used marijuana for at least two years before they start academy training. The Arizona Peace Officer Standards and Training Board wants to shrink that time frame to six months. Matthew Casey tells us more. Arizona legalized marijuana for adults years ago, so now 20-somethings who want to become a police officer are not likely to see as wrong using cannabis they bought in a dispensary licensed by the state. Matt Giordano is executive director of the Police Standards and Training Board. And these young men and women say, well, I'm not waiting two years. I'm going to go do something different. I'm going to go get a different job. And we lose a lot of what I believe to be a lot of really good men and women who would be wonderful police officers. Giordano says final approval of a six-month no-marijuana-use standard will be up to a review council in the governor's office. Matthew Casey, KJZZ News, Phoenix. A bill introduced at the Arizona legislature would enhance the penalty against those who engage in multiple incidents of organized retail theft. Jill Ryan has details. If the bill should pass, it would allow judges to sentence someone who has a record of at least two prior convictions to 4.5 years in state prison, up from 2.5 years. Republican Representative Alexander Colladin says it's necessary in order to address the economic and social harm organized theft is causing. I've gone into stores. Oh, we don't sell that anymore. Why don't you sell that anymore? Well, because people are stealing it too much, right? Or the prices go up because of it and it puts pressure on hardworking families and makes them in an even more precarious situation. But opposing Democrats like Representative Annalise Ortiz think the bill doesn't take into account the non-organized criminal who robs multiple stores. This is too broad. It doesn't address the underlying needs that people have in our communities to take care of themselves, to be able to pay their rent, uh, to be able to get by and not be taking these desperate measures. The legislation passed one House committee and is awaiting a hearing in front of another one. Jill Ryan, KJZZ News, Phoenix. The Navajo Nation is installing routers on emergency response vehicles to boost signals when people need help. 
From the front terrace desk in Flagstaff, Michel Marisco reports. Routers have so far been installed on 300 police, fire, and other emergency vehicles. They are intended to boost cell phone signals four to eight times stronger than those signals can transmit on their own from up to 50 yards away from the vehicle. The routers are provided by FirstNet, which started implementing the first responder technology on the Navajo Nation in 2021. The Navajo Nation Council speaker said the routers are needed in rural areas where often the only access to make emergency calls is driving to the nearest chapter house to place a Wi-Fi one. A total of 414 routers are expected to be installed. Michel Marisco, KJZZ News, Flagstaff. And sports basketball, Kevin Durant scored 33 points in his return to Brooklyn, leading the Suns to a 136-120 win over the Nets last night. Durant added eight assists his first game there since being traded to Phoenix nearly a year ago. Katie got a mixed reception early before helping to take the crowd out of it with 11 points in the third quarter. I mean, I had some great moments here. A lot of stuff that flew under the radar, but everybody in this organization and my teammates, we understood what the moment was like. Something I'm always going to remember playing here, and uh, I'm glad we got the W tonight. Yusuf Nurkic has been coming through for the Suns. He added 28 points and 11 rebounds, overwhelming an undersized Nets team as the Suns won for a ninth time in 11 games. And they'll continue their season-long seven-game road trip in Atlanta tomorrow. And that will do it for this edition of KJZZ's Sun Up. Arizona's Morning News podcast on this Thursday, February the 1st. I'm Phil Latzman. Thanks so much for listening and downloading. Have a great rest of your day, and we are back at it tomorrow when it is Friday. Friday.